a beautiful morning to you and um, how are you doing today it's a saturday and we know what happens on saturdays owambe and other things it's either you're doing your laundry either you're still resting and uh, thank you for joining us this morning my name is nanji nandang and you're listening to soto voices on kt 103.9 fm and it's already 903 so let's have a good discussion this morning i would like you to join the conversation on our social media handles and you can call us via 081-039047-37 or you can send us a message via 080-6166-5120 yes so what are we talking about today it's a very serious a dicey issue usually we talk about that affects women and girls and men too, GBV to be precise. So gender-based violence is what covers the, um, the gender covers both men, women, and you know, everybody in the society. And so we're talking about domestic violence. This affects women, men, and the children. Yes, it's a very serious issue. And we have a dicey story on the table tonight, uh, this morning. Uh, we have two stories, one from the man's angle, one from the woman's angle. So I would like you to listen keenly and then share your thoughts on the issue. And you can also report any case of GBV. You can share your story too. Yes. So let's dig in. I have an expert in the studio who is going to help us with this issue. So do well to send in your questions and your contributions yes i have lady eberi <laughs> yes lady vivian eberi who is a psychologist uh, practicing psychologist here in plateau state she has her own ngo yes in plateau state good morning ma'am good morning thank you for joining me this morning Good morning, the be um, beautiful people of Plateau State. And good morning, Nanji. <laughs> good to have you here again. Thank you. Yes, yes. So, um, like I said, we have a very dicey issue on the table tonight. I've talked about, I said, it's from the man's angle and from the woman's angle. So, a story trended last week on social media. And I said we should discuss this so that it can help us all so a woman who married her husband for um, for years she gave birth to two children and she's been staying with him but the problem is he's um, he stopped her from visiting her family he stopped her from um, um, welcoming her mother because the first time she gave birth to her first daughter her husband stopped the mother from coming so she stopped seeing her family members for seven years and then she's been changing her number her phone number and he's been abusing her he stopped her from earning she stopped working and he he's been beating her so sometimes he beats her and she calls home uh, report the issue sometimes she's in the hospital and she calls home you know all these issues but she's been managing until the last one that happened two weeks ago and uh, her father had to go to her marital home in benue state and um yeah, even though the husband refused he said he wouldn't want her to leave that she wouldn't live with his children so the father her father took her from the husband's house without the children 
and later on he called and started begging her to come back and that the children can live without her so right now she's left with you know she's a mother she's thinking about her children and at the same time she is hurt uh, i wish you can see the pictures of um, what this man did to her the last time he laid his hands on her so and the second story is about a man <laughs> Who married his wife? This is in Akwaibom, and uh, she arranged. She she had a son before she married her husband, so she brought in her son as a house help, and she's been staying with her son as the house help. And after that, she brought she killed her husband. Yes, she killed her husband, and. Currently, the case is in court. She's been having an affair with a, a priest, a father, and the case is currently going in court. These are two dicey issues. The man is suffering. Men are also suffering in silence, while women are also suffering in silence. That is why we need to talk. We need to merge this issue together because either ways, the man, the children, the woman, all affected so let's talk about this issue 081 or 08061665120 let's hear your thoughts let's talk about this issue but first let's talk to our experts who has a lot to say about this first let me hear your thoughts on this issue Lydia Berry um I think um violence is already over rated when we say domestic violence there's a new dynamics to it mm. now um, most perpetrators actually don't look at um, the physical part of it again it's more of the psychological and the financial abuse part of it especially when it comes to intimate partners um, violence. but I always ask one very funny question there are red flags for every abuser, there's always a flag you'll see. And in every relationship, there's always a red flag. When someone is excessively jealous, hmm. when at the slightest, they begin to threaten you. When at any little argument, your phones are taken away from you, hmm. they want to go through your phone, they want to know people you're talking to, then your family members come, your friends come, they tell you, I don't want to see this person here. It's a red flag. But most times, we tend not to see the red flag. It's just like when you ask um, a criminologist, they'll tell you that you always see the tendency in a criminal, no matter how smooth, or smart they are so when we look at all this they look at the verbal abuse part of it they look at the physical abuse the physical abuse comes last most of the time because they'll first of all try to test the waters hmm. to see how you will react yep. and the first comes with excessive jealousy then controlling behaviors you want to like wear something maybe you want to put on a red shirt i don't like this red top on you please go and put on the yellow one it's a red flag and then i still ask a very dicey question 
stay in an abusive home because of the children does it really count that's that, another question <laughs> that everybody question. both the religious can answer the traditionalists you and i mothers fathers the children are they really the reason why you should die in a marriage hmm. when a man hits you or a woman hits you and your life is threatened staying put is that the answer i always say something it's a bitter pill to swallow only the living can take care of children only the living can walk down the aisle only the living can get married and sustain their homes so when you begin to turn blind eyes to certain red flags it gets worse by the day and then they now ask me these abusers do they get better over time and then i'll say yes i'll say no yes when you make an effort to report yes when you make an effort to expose them yes when you make an effort to get help from outside but no when you keep quiet when you want to dance to that song i am a survivor even in the midst of the storm we forget that survivors are people that went through so many obstacles and were able to come out with holding their heads up high hmm. what kind of a survivor are you a survivor that you wake up in the morning you don't know the next thing that is going to happen a survivor that everything that has to do with you has been taken away from you when you don't have anything you're doing and you get married or maybe you're living with your husband or you're living with your spouse and your spouse now tells you i want you to be a housewife that's a red flag hmm. because our needs are insatiable and just one person cannot meet all your needs maybe from the beginning it's just both of you it's easy for you to stay without food some days hmm. because maybe you're doing your weight loss maybe you're trying to pray maybe you're fasting when the children comes added responsibility the weight begins to fall on him and then you look at the economy of our country it's not helping matters and then you get married you say he loves me so much he said i should stay and enjoy his wealth hey that's a big no no that's actually one of the reasons why a lot of women go through abuses so red flags are the first thing you look at for the lady in question the time you had your first child you wouldn't tell me you didn't notice you know the truth nanji mm. in relationships the signs are there but we choose not to see you know why we're blinded we say we're in love but there's a, a musician god rest his soul oliver the cook he said love is not blind it is see but sometimes we choose to live in denial we choose to lie to ourselves he <laughs> loves me i provoked him yeah we take the blame it now turns <laughs> to it now turn it now turns to 
it now turns to the Stockholm syndrome, where you begin to make excuses for your abuser. Um, you say maybe the way I turned, maybe the way I mm, spoke, maybe the way I walked, maybe I I didn't do this. You begin to rudely. blame yourself mm. rather than facing the reality. Your mother was told, "Don't come." When you had your second child, hey, that's a big red flag. And then they begin to shut down everybody. Now, and now, then he takes your phones away from you. Now let's 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 talk about the part where women these days uh, start to um, lie or go into um, deceitful relationships just to get something out of it. Uh, I would like to use the case um, I brought in this morning in Akwaibong where she she deceitfully um, brought in her son and as a houseboy and killed her husband just for some reason that we don't know yet. Yeah. So when when this um, when we have even though we have where women suffer, we still have women abusing men. Why do you think we have these issues in our society? Where is all of this coming from? Okay, um, what's really happening in our society? Can you really answer that too? <laughs> the truth is, a lot of people are sick. Hmm. We have psychopaths everywhere. Hmm. What would make a woman tell a man that I need a help? I now bring a boy that is your son. There's more to that story. You know, um, the social media is a place where you save and you also kill. Very true. Um, there's more to that story. And the man himself, when you noticed all this, like I said before, there's always a sign. But we choose to turn a blind eye. We choose to believe what we want. You know, it's just like you telling um, somebody that is in love, quotes. You can't advise a man that is in love <laughs> or a woman that, that needs a child. Hmm. These two set of people, you can't advise them. So when you turn blind eye to certain things, certain red flags, you suffer the consequence. Now, the boy is the son. And then she's dating a priest. They are interwoven. There is a story that we're yet to uncover. To uncover. And that's why I'm actually not really talking much on it. But from just the little I, I read, there is a problem. It's either the woman has something she came back to do, or maybe she has had something with the man. It might be a, um, a revenge mission because the story looks like a revenge mission. <laughs> it looks like something that was planned from day one because she came with a child, okay? Came into your family and um, the boy came as a house help. You won't tell me that you not notice the way she treats him. There are six signs you must have noticed, right? Now she came with the boy and starts living with you. So at what point did she plan killing you? 
Well, and at what point did she kill you? Yeah, at um and where did the priest come into the story? Okay, maybe I didn't give an in-depth um, yeah. explanation. So she she was actually dating the priest before she married him and okay. gave birth to her son who um is the now child, 19. The, the boy is it the son of the priest? Yes. Oh. Okay. He is now 19 and she brought him into her home. But when they started having issues when he 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 noticed she was still having an affair with her former boss. She's a lawyer and then he noticed um some form of um, cheating the traits of um, her, her ways and then he informed her family about it and the family called him called them in for a meeting and that was where the problem started even though because he's no longer alive we can't uh, get the full details but he he shared Dead the story with <laughs> but he shared the story part of the story with a colleague and that is how a colleague came to court to testify and that is how we're getting this little okay. now the boss is different from the priest yes so it's um if i'm going to be hard it's his fault okay yeah what you can't take don't even tolerate like i say if you don't want to know the depth of the water don't even put your leg he noticed those signs he suspected, right? Mm -hmm. Or he knew. He had two choices to make. Deal with it or walk away. Yes, that was the action he took by informing her family. He can't just leave her like that. So no. he was you trying see, to... You see, yeah, you just said he can't just leave her like that. Traditional, the norm. We have mm -hmm. a norm. Mm -hmm. And is this norm that is keeping a lot of people in failed marriages, failed relationships, the norm. If we're able to be bold enough to shift of us to shift ourselves of this norm, my dearest, I'm telling you, a lot of people will survive. A lot of women, a lot of men will leave. Hmm. Men also suffer emotional and psychological abuse. It goes both ways. But the fact still remains, who are you? In Africa, a lot of us don't know who we are. We live by the opinions and the norms of the people. But if I leave home, it's in my church, they'll look at me like, okay, God hates divorce. <laughs> but you also forget that it's only the living that could actually get married. If I leave my children, no one is going to train them. You also forget that if you're not sane, you can't bring up sane children. Now, uh, let me give a scenario. We have, um, just uh, let me bring in the lady's story who is currently with her parents. Thank God she has a supportive family. But let me give a and that's an amazing thing. Yeah. Uh, let me give a scenario that um, a family is not supportive, the angwa. <laughs> the area you are living with in, in 
uh, is not giving you the support you need now imagine a woman like what kind that of was celeb- yes uh, i'm guessing to that that was celebrated and um sent forth to her husband's house and few months later she comes back or one year later she comes back and she's now staying in her father's house people will start to point the finger ah, ah, she no fee manage for her husband's house and all of us they face all this uh, matter now but we they manage just like the movie that was released i think two days ago within the week um i think something wildflower is about um domestic rape and different forms of abuse this is what we're living in nigeria so when you don't have such um support you will have issues recently yemi alade made a post and i really liked the post because it made a very she said i'm sincerely disappointed by how rape and domestic violence um, domestic violence cases are handled in this country called nigeria this africa entirely you know and a lot of people came out i i saw a lot of men talking and talking about the patriarchal um, system we have in nigeria that is stopping us from uh, you know enjoying those uh, stopping women and men to be precise because some men are go- dying in silence too in nigeria when a thief is caught he's taken to court and then there will be justice because there's an evidence domestic violence how is it handled how is the case handled in from the police station to the courts how is it handled in nigeria um nanji you know um you can actually fight a war you know where it's coming from Mm. right Mm. domestic violence is the worst form of violence on women when i say women not that men don't suffer it but it's more on women and girls because of the society we find ourselves a supportive father can only help you when you tell him what you're going through same with sisters same with mother but most of the time a norm has been handed down from time past when our parents got married they knew next to nothing about men they were told like okay i'm from the east they always tell you that when you're getting into a home you arm yourself with patience you answer patience you answer endurance do you understand Mm -hmm. because of what you see and then on the traditional marriage they always tell you that marriage is like a parcel that whatever you loosen out of it you deal with it okay hmm. now the girl gets to her home or the man is in the home he's been abused if he goes to tell his friends his friends will laugh at him hmm. are you a man he goes to tell he goes to tell the parents the parents will look at him like he's stupid and then for the woman the shame the stigmatization the stereotyping too all join body puts do you understand now she'll come and tell her friends let me give you a scenario there was a lady that was going through abuse and her friend just got married and every time they are together 
the friend will be saying, oh, my husband is an angel, my husband is this, my husband is that. And then she could not tell her, this is what I am going through. You know what she will now do? Mm. She also began to tell, ah, my husband is nice, you know, trying to cover up. Mm. Because there is no room for her to be open. We are so fast in judging ourselves. People's opinion matters a whole lot to us. The truth is that we walk with the Bible, but we don't act the Bible. Hmm. We walk with the Quran, but we don't act the Quran. Everything is explained. Submission comes with a command in the Bible. That men love your wife like Christ loved the church. And then women submit to your husband. When you don't love a woman, you're not going to expect submission. You only end up getting a fearful woman that will just stay in her space. If it's the kind that love that is good at staying in their spaces. What about that woman that didn't go to school? That has no one to talk to? That the only language she has ever known all her life is Zumutamata. Where they'll go and say, ah, Mosman slapped me. I had to go and tell him sorry because he's a man. It's a norm. And the earlier the churches, traditional rulers, traditional leaders begin to speak up, we're not going anywhere. You go to the police station or you go to a security um, post or maybe a security outfit going to report that your husband did this hey what they are going to tell you is that this is a family issue mm. uh, call him let's settle hello <laughs> and someone is dying in silence she's all black she has black eyes or he's almost choking to death and then when you finish discussing you know it's okay woman he's your husband respect him you eh don't be pity her like that again you know women it's a norm it's everywhere ar around us nanji you get into a taxi and you want to like the the guy didn't drive well or he's acting somehow you now complain the men that are in the taxi will say you know women today fear <laughs> you drive out as a woman you're driving he's driving and then the, he, the, the, the driver didn't drive well. The, the other male driver will now say, why they drive like a woman? <laughs> it's a norm. It's something that has been handed down. And if we don't change this narrative and start another conversation, hey, we're going nowhere. Because even the people that are the Lord themselves are doing the same thing. <laughs> Women are stepped on that foot because... I'm a woman. No. But I always say something. If you don't respect a being that births, nurtures, and incubates, then why are you living? That is what men cannot do. But most of the time, what we ask for, be on the same balance. All we ask for, let me have a voice, you have a voice. Some of these women you see that turn to Dracula's and kill their husband, there might be a story behind it. I'm not trying to side anyone. Mm. But the truth is, when you get a woman 
to a point that psychologist or philosopher that said hell had no fury like a woman's scorned maybe he should come tell us a story that we don't know and i think it's a story we should look for there's a reason for that saying when you push someone to the wall when there's nowhere to push back what do they do what if that young girl didn't have a supportive family like the, the ones we always have i have a case that we we, ha- we we had to get the woman out and took her to a safe space the man is a uniformed man hmm. he beats her tear her skin and when she talks the neighbors will come he'll say if anybody talk here now your wife i pay money for him how much is the head of a woman how much is a is a human being worth you take three hundred thousand max you take one million for bride price you think you bought a human being how many years was put into into their growth so can he sell his own daughter can he sell his own daughter <laughs> do you understand it's something i this this is something i don't really like saying the way it is to me because if i say it that way I'm going to step on so many people no. because it's really, really annoying. <laughs> okay, let's take this I- instance. The neighborhood. You know what they did? Mm. The day the woman finally made up her mind she was leaving, she carried her bag, took her children. Guess what happened? It's the same neighborhood home. called him. <laughs> that she's already leaving home. And because he wasn't in town, he sent his friends they took security personnel went and arrested this woman and said charging the woman for stealing um uh, you know all those they are um um is it stealing packing things from the house she, yes oh meanwhile she was she didn't she took her clothes and her children and they are now charging her that she's kidnapping oh. that she kidnapped her children <laughs> the same neighborhood so I think it's it's an individual thing. Do you understand? Mm. If you're the type that you're an abuser, you always support an abuser. Whether you're a woman, whether you're a man, whether you're uniformed, whether you're not uniformed. What you tolerate is what you allow. Do you understand? And the truth is, if you as a woman, you support your daughter or you support your ward or your spouse to deal with his wife with, with um, her husband that means you're also going through the same thing it's a circle mm. it's a vicious circle you know um there are cases of the interesting part is that in this part of the world i mean plateau state we have we have a culture that is still in existence that we need to work on the culture of silence and we really need to um, do more in that um aspect it's everywhere it's <laughs> now, not just on the plateau in lagos state i see them doing well they have an agency that handles domestic violence now and they have a gender court they have a lot of things that um things that can support people that come out to speak confidently and have you asked them how many women come to report the same issue yeah that's what i'm saying it has given them an uh, an avenue 
to give these women confidence to speak up. If I see justice, if I see, I was following a case in the gender court and I, I heard how this woman suffered for years because they were both given the chance to share their stories, their stories, and they were comparing. The husband told his own side of the story. He was married to her and then he got a job. There were, he, he, wasn't, he was jobless before he married her. So he got a job and then he moved to Abuja. When he got there, he married another woman and then he left her with the responsibility of um, of the children in Lagos. Now they started having serious issues. Even though when he left her in Lagos, she was still taking care of the children. She started doing a lot of um, businesses, still hustling and she started earning better. She was still struggling. Well, a lot of um, issues around that um, case. Though we have um, another case, uh, a man was arraigned in Lagos for killing his wife. This happened last month in March. So when we talk about domestic violence, it's more like um, an overrated issue. No, nothing is happening about it. Why should we talk about it? I uh, I remember talking to you and you were like, this issue, you know, and you are beating this issue. We are over. But should we be silent because this issue is we okay. still see women dying we still see men dying okay should um, we be silent nandi you said something about um a gender court mm. who are the people that go to the gender court out of 10 women that are going through ipv only two might have the confidence to go and that is why I said it's overrated. Why, we have to why start, is that? We have to start from the grassroots. Why is that? Why Why are they scared of the court? That is why I'm telling you it's from the grassroots. It starts from the family. Till the day we learn that our lives, each person have their own life to live. Till the day we begin to know that happiness is your choice. The day you begin to know that when you keep silent, you're killing yourself the more. That is when they will begin to speak out. A woman has a case of IPV. The man is arrested. He's taken to, um, to the station. And then the family now hears, ah, they've arrested the husband. What can you paint the picture in your head? What do you think <laughs> is going to happen? The father of the girl will call her and say, "Do you know something is wrong with you? Why didn't you come to tell me?" And then the family of the man will say, "This woman has to go for her to have taken you to the station." Have you seen? Now she's in a dilemma. <clears throat> she's in the middle. What do you think she's going to do? She'll go back and say, "I don't want a kiss." If you insist that you're going to still take it to court, she won't come and testify. So what am I saying? More education, more sensitization, more awareness creation. If you create awareness, the more. Let them know that there are people that can can be trusted to help them and then what sums it all up 
when a woman does not have anything to fall back on mm. she'll never live an abusive home so how do we empower these women empowerment comes in different ways those that are willing to go to school when they go to school are they getting a job these are the things we need to look at when a woman looks left looks right and now sees that ah who paid the school fees of my children she just sit quiet now let me tell you something that will make you laugh a 65 year old woman walked out from her marriage <laughs> and then i asked her i said laughing i said mama you're 65 she said yeah vivian this is when i could breathe that i had nothing i needed to stay to make sure that my children are fine hmm. now they are all doing well i have no need for him again but she didn't tell me her story for a woman of 65 to still walk out of a marriage of 35 years old hmm. even at that age i'm sure he's a little bit older than her he of should course, be older than her deep. at that age he's still abusing her it's deep do you understand even if he's not even abusing her then psychologically she has shut down emotionally she's gone the truth is intimate partners violence it kills something in the survivor sometimes they could get healing sometimes they will not get healed and they just wait like it like a keg of gunpowder waiting for the day to, to explode. explode now i have an issue don't you think instead of um encouraging two people to go into marriage even before understanding who they are don't you think there should be an orientation there should be a form of training a form of um understanding how the family setting should be because at the end of the day it's not about them it's about the children so these children will end up suffering um the consequences of their fathers uh, their parents okay actually. let me let me say something ridiculous here marriage in this part of our world when you see courtship is about is taking place bright price has been paid <laughs> hmm. Hmm. i've never seen people that actually caught and then they finally go their separate ways courtship is now the next step to marriage okay now we have marriage counselors we have um churches we do marriage counseling classes and then sometimes i now ask how come the girl and the man already they've paid the bride price now what do you think as a counselor you advise them <laughs> that'll change anything they'll now be looking at the money i spent hey i've spent so much too i can't walk away there's a man I respect so much. His story 
is really an inspiration for me. He had paid the bride price. They've done the traditional marriage and everything. But when he saw what the lady was doing, he wasn't okay with it. He walked away. <laughs> he walked away. He said, no, I will not. He didn't ask for any other thing in return. He only collected the bride price. And he walked away. He's married now. He remarried. And he's happy. He said, Vivian, I'm glad I made that choice. But how many of them will walk away? How many of us will walk away? It takes a, I don't know the kind of strength you need to do that. So it's not about marriage. The truth is that it's not about marriage counseling. There's more. There's more to it. <laughs> First of all, if you ask me, know yourself. What do you want? This generation coming up should be able to define what they want. If it's possible, let it be contract. Hey, we're getting married. What do you want out of this? You what do, what do we want? If you do this, this, that, I think it might help. Because nothing seems to be working. The church is not helping matters. You run to the church and tell them that you're suffering violence. The next thing they bring out the Bible and start putting some places for you. They now use the church too. Osinachi was one of the best churchgoers I've ever known. But what happened? She passed. How many more will go down? Um, Lydia Berry, we have a lot of women going through a lot and we are not talking about women if you are listening it's time to speak up and i am not i am not a pro divorce i'm not encouraging divorce i'll say but i want you to speak up because you don't know where your help can come from your husband needs that help too don't you think and you need the help you know the truth when they begin to speak up the man will be cautious we're not saying get divorced. Mm. Let him hear your voice. Mm-hmm. When he knows you have the confidence that you're not ashamed to shout. Mm. You're not ashamed to say, he's beating me all. He will pack well. Because an abuser is a coward. An abuser is full of shame. If they learn to speak, we didn't say leave your home. Mm. We say speak. Mm. If you know who you can talk to, go there, talk. The truth is, I've not seen who um, hunger killed you. Mm. If you feel that he's abusing you financially, there are so many things you can go and do. Suffer, walk, you have hands. And then if he refuses you to do that, hey, walk away. I'm not missing words about it. Walk away. Now, this one, she has left the home. He's coming to plead. Mm, for his children. Fine, he's he coming to plead. He knew she wouldn't leave without the children. But for her to leave. And the father, her was father was beautiful. the one that encouraged her to leave and without now, see, her children. No, the father he didn't encourage her. That. No. The father didn't encourage her. That's where we get it wrong. Mm. There is a point you get to. 
when push comes to shove you take a decision that you damn all the consequences she has been there for so many years the father has been talking the mother has been talking the sister has been talking everybody has been talking the church has been talking but what did she do she stayed put but that day she made up her mind so what am i trying to tell women make up your mind what you want the day you make up your mind take an action what will you tell men to the same thing mm. it goes both ways if you're abused as a man and they are telling you to man up you man up in the grave mm. and when you man up in the grave someone else will marry her or start dating her that's the reality so it goes both ways i'm not on anybody's side all i am saying is leave and let's leave maintain your space as a man i maintain my space as a woman so if a man your wife is punching you and you're manning up one day man up go waka <laughs> same with the woman the children will always survive but you cannot bring up a healthy child when you're sick that's one truth a lot of people don't want to hear And that's why they said you cannot plant corn and get cassava. If you're able to, all it takes is a bold step. Just one bold step will change a lot. That's why in rape, we always say, expose the rapist and he'll stop raping. You know why? Anywhere he's going to, ah, he'll point he's the a rapist though, yes. he'll pack well. So when you begin to tell his family, tell your family, tell the church, mm-hmm. let me tell you what he'll start doing. You've started though. After now, you're going to start shouting. <laughs> Beautiful. So expose, talk, speak, seek help. You don't need to shut down. When you shut down, you end up being abusive to your children you will not know you take it out on people that are not meant to suffer it you become an angry bird even the taxi man will suffer the market woman will suffer because you'll be snapping at any slightest thing because a lot is bottled inside and then when you see people that are happy you're not happy <laughs> you become a bitter person you become a bitter person mm. so you can take a, a step out of all this by doing what speak out seek help mm. let them help your husband let them help your wife when you do that you find out that at the end of the day everything will be fine but when you shut down and nobody's telling him anything Maybe he will tie your legs today. And nobody said, you tied her leg. They'll add the handle. Then when he ties you like a goat, and nobody does anything, he'll use knife and cut your head. Now, you said, um, from the story you've shared, you said the Angwa people reached out to him and said, your wife is already leaving. Yeah, they called him. Now, how do you think we, 
as a society contribute to these issues we are having because i'm sure they witness all the beatings they witness how he has been maltreating her now that she wants to take a bold step they are the ones that are reporting her please come back oh she's already running your goat is running i'm sorry to use that yeah so how do you think as a people we encourage violence against other people sentiments and like i said before a lot of people are sick a lot of people you see that look sane they're actually sick sentiments come in then some might do it based on their religion hmm. some might do it so that they call me a good neighbor i'm looking out for the family i don't want the family to break up those are part of it maybe because the man is also a bully maybe when he comes home he might bully everybody on this in the streets but for this particular one the man actually is a well-known person in that area he grew up in that vicinity mm. so you can see that he has already had a, a lot of network of loyalists around him because he refused to move out of that house even when she even got a place they could go to but the good thing is she has left she has gotten herself a little a little cubicle where the children are and they are happy you can imagine where a child says i want to be a, a military person you're like wow so why i want to shoot my father Mm-mm. you see you see the impact on that little girl she wants to shoot her father and if this is not handled help is not given the day she becomes a soldier or she has access to something that will harm the father she'll kill him she has witnessed all of because this. she has witnessed all of them mm. so rather if you love your children so much and the violence is becoming glaring walk away walk away so you don't raise a, a a bitter generation exactly because the children will not be happy mm. they'll have their own story that's why you see most children now they tell they don't want to get married i know of a girl she just left the country she said she's not getting married for him to go and witness that madness ah please oh please 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 vivian hold your side when i will marry mona d do you understand this is what someone is saying and guess what she just did she traveled out and went to do this um, ivf she has a child now and she's good now that's 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 just one of those stories you don't know how many people are running away from homes because of what they witnessed at home so if you want to help your children you want to help yourself speak out if you love your husband so much that i do and you love your marriage so much you love your home so much help your husband and the only way you can help a drowning person is to get a lifesaver that will bring him out from the drown drowning sea but if you don't love him, you keep quiet. He'll be worst. One day he'll go crazy. He'll stab you and kill himself. We read them on social media. The ones that will poison their wives and now kill themselves. Have you achieved anything? Nothing. So, Obsession. Yeah, so what I now tell women in every 
campaign I go to, in every awareness I go to, in every sensitization program I go to, I just use one word. Do you love your husband so much? They say yes. I said then, expose him. He'll get healed. You love him so much? Report this. Not to his family. There are experts that could help. Walk in. It's just like, see, domestic violence. This violence is just like a sick person. If you're sick, you do self-medication. One day the drug will kill you. But if you go to the hospital, maybe I have ear problem. I won't go and see a gynecologist. I'll look for an ENT doctor. And he'll check me and say, okay, this is what you need. And you'll be fine. If I have gyne- um, I have um, urinary tract infection, I won't go and look for a neurosurgeon now. I'll go and look for a gynecologist. He'll check me through. And say, okay, do this test, do this test. And then we know exactly what's wrong with you. And they give you the right medication. That is how I now talk to them. You cannot help somebody that is sick while giving the person self-medication. <laughs> Go to the right place. Speak to the right people and get help. Then he'll be okay, you'll be okay, and your children will be fine. Hmm, beautiful. If you're listening right now, this is for you. Go to the right place, talk about it, and you'll be fine. This is an instruction from an expert. So take it seriously. Yes, it's important. To just take a look at the stories we've um, shared and the stories we've seen, the stories you have heard. You've seen a lot of things. A lot of things are happening in your neighborhood that you don't talk about. Sadly, these things happen and you think it's normal it's happening only in your family but your neighbors are affected the children in the neighborhood are also affected they see these things and they say kai 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 i don't want to be like mama wani and baba wani and then you have contributed in that in that child's life if you have a peaceful and a happy home you will contribute to a child's life too the child will want to be like you in the future and he will always talk about you so is what what are you telling the children in your neighborhood what are you telling your friends what are you telling your own children well if you're willing to speak of you're willing to seek help uh, do well to reach us via 080-61-38-6513 i'll take that again 080 one three or you can send an email to silent voices with nanji at gmail.com and then or you can reach me on social media silent voices ng just send a dm and we'll respond like i've always said we have people that are willing to support you lady vivian is here she's always available and willing to help with any psychological support so and she's also a a strong activist when it comes to issues (laughs) so feel free do well to reach out we have Frida Mm -hmm. Uh, so we have a lot of people that are willing to support you in every area be it rape um, child abuse and human trafficking illegal migration yes child labor any part of violence or abuse that is happening in your area 
do well to reach out. I really want to appreciate uh, Tudun Wada people who exposed uh, a gang of um, human traffickers, I'll say, uh, two young men who have been selling children in the neighborhood. So be be very vigilant. Be the watchdog in your community. The children in your community should be under your care. Do well to see, see something, say something. something. It's, don't always keep quiet. Don't always say, Don't always assume ah, it's not my business. So let them deal with it. I always say when they are done with them they'll come for the ones when they are done with those in the outer space they'll come for those in the inner space Abby. so say some see something say, say something. something well let's Save. take your final comments yeah um i actually don't have much to say i always say see something say something help that person help a neighbor you never know when you're saving a soul there are a lot of people that need help i plead with nigerians plateau people stop keeping quiet when your neighbor is violent and is violating the rights of others, it's also your right to help them. Don't say it's not your business. I tell people everything now should be your business. It's not pognosing. Mm. It is helping humanity. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning, Lady Barry Vivian. Thank you so much for enlightening us. <laughs> well, this is all we can take on the program this morning. Nanjin Nandang is my name and Soto Voices is the program on KT103.9 FM. Do well to reach out when you have issues of GBV in your community. And do take care of yourself. Have a lovely weekend. <laughs> Bye for now.